questions. Were you already talking? Did you already starting? Well, it's recording right now, but... Were you doing a little monologue sesh? No, I was Well, the thing about the app is... Oh, man, I left my... Um, the thing about the app is you can't... You can't uh, record until the next person joins. Oh, okay. So... All right, I like it. Uh, but we're recording now. It's real now, right? Yeah, it's real now. Okay, well, let's get something out of the way. I got to figure out. I was listening to your rant on Instagram today. My. Where you're talking about wearing a mask and not wearing a mask. The Costco mask, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so basically, I'm going to be honest, you're, it was too long. I didn't listen to it all. I just kind of skipped through. But the moral of the story was the, you're either regular or you're a masker, right? That's what That's what it was. Well, and, I don't think you're. I think you're neither. I think you're a normal person. And then, like, there's just uh, you have. To, I, I, it's like everything else going on right now. You have to join one camp or the other. I don't. You're think, right. It is like everything else. Nobody cares what you think. Listen to me, boy. So what I'm thinking is, it's kind of like corn. Okay. It's like corn is corn, but corn on the cob, which is regular corn, is what we have give, given the special name to. Right. So, like. Corn off the cob, which is the unnatural way to attain corn, is like what we call corn, but the natural corn is just corn on the cob. Like this corn has not conformed to what we've asked it to do with its damn cob. Yeah, I don't I don't think it requires that big of a metaphor, but <laughs> No, I think I just heard that from some comedian one time. <laughs> but no, the the gist of the video was just that I I don't think you need to judge people so harshly over their choices of this stuff, you know? Like, it's it's people. You can do whatever you want. Actually, I love this because I think all that's happened is people go out and they say all the stupid garbage that they would say on the internet, but now they're saying it to a person's face, and it's caused complete uproar in society because all the keyboard crips have decided to come out from behind the keyboard and mouth off to whoever they want to. Trying to understand there's consequences for these comments that they make. Yeah, well, I mean, what what kind of world are we living in where you you think it's appropriate to scream at someone at Costco? I, I just don't understand. I mean, that used to be when people did, used to do that. You know, in public, you used to get in an argument with a stranger. That that's a you, you're there's something wrong with you. <laughs> that was what road rage used to be. You know, you used yeah. to freak out in your car and you'd get out and yell at somebody. Yeah, you know, you got mask rage. Actually, true story. I almost road raged on somebody the other day. Oh, so yeah? I was coming out of the Lowe's parking lot, and I was going to make a right on red. Right? Normal thing. You make a right on red. Yeah. Well, this car comes flying through the light, and I just kind of assumed, well, if this guy's doing 90 miles an hour, the light still must be green. So after he went through, I pulled out and to, for my right on red, and the little crosswalk sign turned, and there was like a group of probably five or six little... I don't know, we'll call them freshmen, and they start crossing the street, and they start, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, so I try to stop, but when I stop, I'm in the middle of the crosswalk, and so I'm kind of like, you know, you put your hand up, you do the big sorry gesture, Yeah. and I look I look back, and you know, it's like typical meathead stuff, it's one little boy and probably five girls, and they all got their snacks from the grocery store, and they're crossing the street, and I look back, and that little boy's yelling, and he's got his middle finger up in the air. Jesus. And like, I was like, all of a sudden, like the rage just took over my body. It's like, 
I kind of just want to get out and just scare the bejesus out of this kid. <laughs> like, just get out yelling, get my finger in his face and get after him real good. Like, And then I was like, only because now he thinks that his response was the appropriate response in that situation. Right. Which, and then Marina's like, hey, steakhead. How about when you were a 15-year-old boy, if somebody did that, you were trying to impress girls, you'd probably do the same thing, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. I go, this kid's a dick, and I don't like him. Yeah, and it's not and your... She, she didn't let me get out and have the confrontation. Well, I mean, you're and you're not responsible for educating that boy. I mean, that's not your child. <laughs> he's, not, he's not in my class. <laughs> but, um... no, but that's the thing, like, because every... You learn from, like... You learn from making mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, you, and your mistakes have to be corrected because every time you get away with something, you're like, oh, I got away with it that time. I can do it again, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm not trying to be, like, some social justice warrior here, but I did just kind of want to get out of the you know, bash that kid's head into the back of my truck. But that would have been frowned upon, and it was unnecessary, but it was just totally like a rage moment. And then I got home, and I was like, well, I hope that worked out for him. I know he was trying to impress that group of chicks, whatever the one girl who wasn't even talking to him that he liked, you know, I hope it worked out for him. Yeah, but see, you're a normal person with some modicum of self-control, and so uh, you didn't do anything, whereas if you were this (laughs) lady at Costco... my first uh, reaction. Yeah, and if you're this lady at Costco, I mean, that's the whole thing, is like you need, you you have some self-control, it's like... Now you're letting it bother you, I think, a little bit more than, than you needed to. <laughs> but I think it's because I was like so irritated because I was doing so many different things, and that was just like the like one little one little doinker decided to like give me the finger, and I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah, this is the one I hate right now. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe one of them had their phones out and they were you know they were doing they were getting it on TikTok so they could. Uh, oh well, I hope he's a TikTok sensation. So they could get. And he's some- like, man. I'm glad that dude didn't just decide to get out of the truck and run my face into the tailgate. Well, why would he expect so, you to do that? You're a, you're a, that's true. You're a civil this human. Is, you're a civil human being. He would not do that. That's true. <laughs> that's true. It is frowned upon in our society to do that. Well, unless, unless, he, you're, but, unless you're in Portland protesting. Right. Unless you, you need a cause, BJ. If you if you would have been smashing his face into the back of your your truck with with and you've been chanting BLM Black Lives Matter, then people would have thought you were the hero. <laughs> Come on now, you're going to get all kinds of hate mail on us right now. Oh. We ain't even talking about BLM. If we're talking about BLM on this show, it's about Bureau of Land Management. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you mean free free places to camp? I mean, I like yeah, that. Yeah, free, free land that we pay for. Yeah, but... Um, all right. No, I mean, I think, um, you know, I've, I've heard people think that this whole thing is a social media issue. Like, it's not as bad as it is. I mean, what do you think? You think it's as bad as it all looks? I mean, buildings. I don't think it's just on social media. I mean, it's people are burning buildings down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know the point. Like I've. I don't know. I don't even like to talk about it because, like, my only answer is I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm just not passionate about. I'm not passionate about stuff that doesn't directly impact me. So like, I can't have like. I'm not woke enough to be like a a crusader for any movement no, that me doesn't either. directly impact me. No, me either. I was just talking about like the groups that have formed, I think, primarily through social media, you know? Yeah, I think that's cool. I think if you want to 
jump on the bandwagon for something, jump on the bandwagon for something. But the second you want to start tearing up and being a donkey, think to hit the brakes on that. Yeah, people used to go on social media to you know join and and find out about recipes and <laughs> yeah pinterest you know what nobody ever got upset on pinterest yeah you know it was speaking show- of last night i went on pinterest and i was like dang i'm just i just want some peanut butter cookies and so at like eight o'clock at night i decided to pull up the old pinterest account make some three ingredient peanut butter cookies and uh, a little self-reporting i did eat all of them without sharing with the actually i shared like a half a cookie with the girls in Marina this morning. I left one half of a cookie. Nice. <laughs> oh, they were so good. But, but yeah, Pinterest. That's a, Come on, people. But like I said, I'm just not passionate about stuff. Like, I just, I just don't care. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean, I think we've talked about this before. You can be, be passionate about stuff that's like in front of you in your life. You know, like I've talked about it. I get passionate about jujitsu. I get passionate about uh, you know, shooting my bow. Now I'm now I'm kind of getting into this whole shooting thing, which is you know another obsession of mine. And it's like I think if you can focus, like you just focus on on real stuff in front of you that you're actually working on. Like I, you obviously, I mean, obviously you've been having your house projects and stuff, but you know, share share a little bit of your life on social media regarding you know your new deck, your new bow, you know the new class you took. Like and then uh, and get 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 on with your day, but um I don't think maybe share the good stuff on social media. I need people to stop posting negative stuff in there. Well, it's I'm, supposed to be a fantasy world where everything is better. But the don't thing, put your negative garbage on there. Yeah, well, and the thing is too though we're a little older, so like we I think I mean you you teach children. I mean they live their the majority of their life on social media, and so like we we're, we're able to disconnect a little bit. I think we don't really create our identity through our our social facing image you know like that's just for us it's just like a basically a time waster (laughs) yeah but for them it's like uh what's it called they it's like an avatar movie they create these little people that they want to be and that's who they are online yeah well that's it that's like full-blown like they have online realities right i mean it's so the story is i'm walking my that's how i came across the idea of you know, when a, when you, your dog lives in your house, they don't have any social interaction with other dogs unless you take them to the dog park or you have some kind of hobby that involves a bunch of dogs. Like they don't have meetups or social interaction with dogs. So, you know, I've had, what, probably five dogs in my life. And when you don't get them out often, you, you've probably had this happen where like they they'll be really adamant about making sure they sniff that corner every time you're walking or making sure that they mark that particular corner every time they're walking. And, uh, you know, my dog Quinn is getting to that point. She's a little older. She doesn't get out very often because, you know, we have to take care of, uh, you know, life and our, our daughter and stuff. And, and so when she gets out, it's like, it could be the end of the world, but she's going to get to that corner that she always gets to and has to mark it because I had this thought, the local fire hydrant or the local corner where all the dogs pee, that's their social media posts. <laughs> that's where they're. That's what they're. They're informing the rest of the dogs in the neighborhood and their community about what's going on in their lives. And I think that that kind of light, like you know, goes in with the way that kids are today, where they're living their entire lives through their social media. They're basically just pissing. 
they're pissing on the corner of their digital media device and they're seeing what everybody else's piss smells like. Yeah, well, unfortunately, a lot of them are just pissing in the wind. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Well, speaking of dogs, so I got to share my little dog story. So, you know, Dr. Buckington, we've talked about on the show before, um, he had to go to the vet because he has like these really bad allergies and we couldn't figure out what was wrong. This guy like licked his paws raw. Yeah, my dog's his, doing that too. Ears, yeah, his ears got all inflamed. And so we're like, okay, well, we're going to take this thing to the vet. And so first off, again, when we got this guy, we got him from a little rescue down in San Diego. And like his breed was Mexican street dog. Like right. that was the best they could do. The DNA test, they're like, oh yeah, bro, that's a Mexican street dog. Right. And so I was like, oh, perfect. He'll never get sick. This dog will always be healthy. It's going to be the best dog ever. Right. A $300 vet visit later, we find out that he has allergies. And that's why his ears are all swollen and gross. And that's why he licks his paws and he's a train wreck. Well, did they do that prick test where they test him for allergies or blood tests or whatever? Or do they just, they're just guessing. We weren't allowed to go in. Now uh, when you go to the vet, you just give him a dog. And they oh, yeah, that's right. With a bill. That's right. I so, forgot about that. I don't know what they did to him. But all I know is they told us he had allergies. They had to take medication. I was like, come on. If you, this was Mexico, you'd be dead by now. Yeah, my dog, I think every f- five to ten minutes I have to yell at her for to stop scratching or licking something because I think it's in our neighborhood we have these big pepper trees that are always dumping uh, stuff on the floor. And I think whenever we take her out, she just gets wor- it gets her worked up. But, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, so I haven't been taking this guy out on walks forever. So I took him out on one today and, like, he used to be the dog that only peed at home. Like, he would only pee on the turf in the backyard. Uh-huh. Now we go on a walk, and you're right. He's got to stop, and he's got to smell every little stick, and he's got to smell every little tree stump, and he's got to piss on it. And it it makes a, a one-mile walk take 45 minutes. Well, like, he's, we're yeah. just taking the kids. Yeah, he's checking his dogstagram. I guess. He's, te- he's, Actually, check- he's checking in with his this, local social media. There's this funny commercial this morning. I'm like, I, don't, I very rarely watch TV at all. Mm-hmm. But I decided to turn the news on today. Uh just to see what kind of chaos was going on in the world. And there was a commercial and this lady's talking about talking about her little dog. And she's like, this little dog I love so much. He's part of the family. That's why I feed him only the best food. And then I start laughing because I'm like, you know, you think about your family and you want to feed them nutritious stuff. I'm like, well, my kids eat corn dogs and chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. So like, uh, I guess I could give my dog the cheap food, get him some pedigree. It would be all right. <laughs> I think that's the majority of people. More majority of people just f- eat regular stuff. I think it's like the weirdos that are like, my kid's on keto. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't think well, that's... Did I, did I mention this? Hold on. Let me check my notes. I don't want to bring this up again if I've already brought it up. But what is I had it? a pretty funny idea about these kids with special diets. I don't think we talked about like the peanut butter restrictions and stuff like that. It... No, it wasn't even peanut butter restrictions. It was so like you have these kids and, and they have like they're like, oh, well, uh, Timmy's gluten free and Johnny doesn't eat dairy. And, you know, Kristen has a peanut allergy. And so this is my idea. I mean, I know we don't have birthday parties anymore because of the Rona. Mm-hmm. But I was like, all right, from now on, when we have birthday parties, we're going to tell people that they need to bring not just a present, but a sack lunch. Because I'm not dealing with your kids' allergies. If they can't eat Costco pizza and candy like the rest of the kids, they're not welcome. Wait, you haven't had people come to a birthday party and, and request yeah, special? Really? Yeah, they have, they're just like, 
They're just like high maintenance adults. The That's kids insane. have the kids have dietary restrictions. So it's like, okay, well, here at this birthday party, the theme is uh, is going to be Shopkins. Uh, please bring a gift and a sack lunch. <laughs> yeah. No, don't. I would not entertain children's diets. No, you have to because that's what the parents want. They won't hang out with your kids. That's why you just say, "Hey, that's cool. Bring a sack lunch. Do you have sack lunch birthday parties? That's yeah. the new thing. Is that a new I thing, mean, or did you just make 100%, it up? I just came up with that. One hundred percent into it. <laughs> I think it's the greatest idea ever. Sack lunch birthday parties. Yeah. Um, oh, and then they can trade if they want. You know, a little kid, a little kid whose mom doesn't let him have sugar. Hey, guess what? Let me let me introduce you to something called a pixie stick, child. You're welcome. You're gonna love this. Pixie sticks. That's great. What was another one I had? Uh, I was thinking about it today because I, you know, I was out walking the dog, and inevitably you'll see like a mush dog turd on the sidewalk. <laughs> I start laughing because are you? Do you have the next door app? No, I don't. Next door. Okay, so the next door app is like the neighborhood. It's like a neighborhood Facebook thing. Yeah. Everybody gets on and they post their nonsense. But one of the most popular things on the Nextdoor app is people taking pictures of dog turds on the sidewalk and saying, whose is this? You need to come pick it up. Oh, my God. So it's like you're just scrolling through hoping to find something about a garage sale in the neighborhood. And the next thing you know, you're looking at some little dog turd and that angry person who wants to know why you didn't pick it up. Now, do you think that's a symptom of people being at home and not having jobs to occupy their mind and they're just getting crazy obsessed with dog poop? I think that goes to show, like, how far apart and unconnected people are from what's going on in the country is that we have, like, social justice warriors who've been protesting for, like, 90 days in Portland. And then we have some lady in Mission Viejo who is taking pictures of doctors wondering who could be such a savage and leave that out on the street. Yeah, do something better with your life. Oh, it's funny though. It's oh, it's a good laugh, and I love it. I think it's hilarious. Well, it is hilarious. Like, how can you post? Why would you focus on that? The other one that I'm going to actually start posting are pictures of masks. You know, everybody wears a mask and they just throw them on the ground. So I've got like all these pictures of masks. So anytime we see one while we're out walking, we take a picture of it. I'm just going to start posting pictures of people's leftover masks yeah that's something that confuses me because uh, i don't under uh, i see like actual fabric like the black masks i see those on the ground and i'm like well, you had to buy that probably i mean well you even had to buy the medical ones but like why are you throwing them on the ground don't be something about like the area that you live in it may be a little stereotypical here but hmm. the demographics of your community are a little bit more uh well versed in the mask yeah that they've been using them over there since sars yeah so you think, so they, well, that's what I'm care. saying is like, I don't, I don't understand. Like I still have, I don't even throw away. I have like the blue and white medical masks, you know, like the, the ones you get in the multi-pack. And, and even when I wear those, I still, I, if I take them off, I put it in my pocket so I can use it later. Like I don't throw them on the ground. I don't understand it. I think speaking of using it later, I probably need to wash a mask. You've never got a mask that I've been wearing for like a month. And like, I look inside and like my kids put it on. There's like, Ugh. Cheeto crumbs all in the mask and stuff. Dude, I wash mine. And I put it on. I'm like, God, I'd probably just do better off getting the Rona at this point. No, I wash mine at least. I wash mine once a week. I wash mine whenever I do my laundry. You do laundry? Well, well yeah. What'd you get married for if you're still doing laundry? I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's... Oh, you screwed that one up. <laughs> okay. All 
I know about a laundry machine is it takes up space in my garage. I don't use that thing. <laughs> no, I've only ever done my laundry. I don't know what you're talking about. But, um, yeah, I, I don't understand. I'd rather just buy new clothes than wash them. Well, back to the mask thing. Like, it's as easy as just throwing them in the laundry. I don't understand. Like, I, 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 but then, again, back to the people throwing things on the on the ground. They're, they're reusable. Like, why are you throwing them on the ground? I don't know why you would even do that. I mean, then you're littering, and it's like... Go terrorists, man. Yeah, it doesn't, make, doesn't make any sense to me. But do you think... So, <clears throat> I saw a news, a news report. They were saying um, how Halloween's going to go this year. I know it's a little early, but we've already started pulling out our decorations. We brought up the, uh, the, the Halloween Blu-rays, and... Um, I was seeing this article or this this news report, and they were talking about how, you know, it's it's highly recommended that you do not go trick or treating, and um, I just thought like, well, what's what? Do you, so they're like, go feel free to decorate your house, but it's highly recommended that you don't go trick or treating. It's like, well, what do you what are you decorating your house for if nobody's going to see it? Well, we really just don't want people communicating with each other unless it's over the internet. That's, yeah. any communication that is done face-to-face, it can cause people to open their minds or to shut their mouth for a minute. So we don't want that. <laughs> oh, I got a notice today. We're going back to school, September 29th, first day of school. Yeah, so that news report I told you about where they were like, no, it got blocked. That was all just BS. Yeah, it happened, but it's all just, it's all politics. Yeah. It doesn't really have anything to do with the schools. Well, that's, the, um, are you excited about that or is that a bad... Like, how you feel about that? Uh, I don't care, as long as I keep getting a paycheck. Yeah. The problem is, like, I'll, let me explain how this is going to look. So, if, and, and where I would stand if I was a student. When we go back, we're going back with, with, a, with a hybrid model. And so, uh, on, this is, like, specifically where I'm at. On Monday, I will see all of my students. So, periods one through six, I will see all of them on Monday. And I'll basically be front-loading them in a 30-minute Zoom call, front-loading them with all the materials that are going to be due that week. Uh And then my classes are broken down into evens and odds. So I'll have like Tuesday, Thursday evens and Wednesday, Friday odds. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where things get weird. Even classes. All right, let's say I'm talking about my period two. Mm -hmm. All right, they have been split into an A and a B group. So... If you're in my class, I will only see you in person one day a week. The other day, you're going to be on a Zoom call watching me teach the half of the class that's there while you're on a Zoom call at home doing the same work. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's cool. I think it's, I think it's a good opportunity for kids to get some in-person work at school. And like the big plus is I can actually walk around and be like, oh, I noticed you're not doing anything. What's the problem? Instead of, you know, kids just not being engaged on the screen. But you're only going to see the kids one day a week. It's like, yeah. how much are you going to get from, you know, 50 minutes a week? Nothing. A, I don't, I don't, class. nothing. I, I really don't know. I don't think anything at all. I, I don't really think, I mean, hopefully, my perspective is that it's probably more for the kids to get back into the, into an environment where they're kind of sharing structured time with other kids. Well, it's more that they need the social interaction right. is what it's about. The right. problem is you can't encourage social interaction and social distancing in the same 
in the same like environment. Yeah. Well, no. So it's like I, they moved. I got a new classroom. Like I went from this sweet science lab, but like my tables are all mounted to the ground, and so I can't be in a science lab anymore because there's not appropriate distancing. Right. And so like. I need a class that I can hold. Like, normally in my class, I can have, like, 40 kids in there, and we're cool. We got seats for everybody. We got space for everybody. But with the social distancing requirements, I can only – because the kids aren't allowed to share tables, and my tables are mounted into the ground, and so I can only have 10 kids at a time in my classroom. And so I had to get to a new class, which is, like, half the size, and they're, like, they're like individual tables. So the kids are actually sharing tables but they're face-to-face with, like, a big sneeze guard in the middle that's supposed to protect them. Do you do any, like... But but you have to do, like, like examples and, like, what do you call them? Like, practicums? I don't even know what you yeah, call them. Well, well, you can't do labs anymore. Yeah, so like labs. The labs are, are obsolete because you, you can't do hands-on labs for online learning. Like, it's just not possible. Holy so shit. So that'll be... That's not my deal. I mean, I, I'm going to still teach what I need to teach. I'm just going to take the labs out of it and do more like virtual simulations and have them watch videos of the lab. That's crazy. So you're going to have a, well, it's only, can do. it's a limited time, but so. It'll probably be this whole year. Yeah, but, but I'm talking about in like the long term of like a kid's education. Like, so these kids, if they're going to college, if they're going to want to continue in say like a science like they need that they need to like do those lab hours and stuff in in high school right really do they not i don't know do you feel like your lab hours in high school really did that much for you no no i I failed every science class i ever took no i wasn't far behind you (laughs) um but i did but the thing is like you if you want to do lab stuff you're going to do lab stuff and you're going to understand it and you're going to take the time to do it right and when you get to college you're going to learn it and you're going to be locked in. I would say that there's a huge majority of people who go to college and aren't getting science degrees. You know, I, I would imagine there are more liberal studies degrees than science degrees. Well, I don't so, think you need to imagine that. I think the statistics would hold that up. I mean... So, like, so like if you're going to school to get a degree in, like, inspirational acoustic guitar, you probably do yeah, I mean that's where they're pushing everybody. They want to push. They're pushing everybody into the arts. But uh, like, did you? I think we talked about this the last time we got in person and recorded. Was did you? There was that hashtag trending for a little while of defund STEM. Did you? Do you remember that? Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it came out of like Harvard or something, or maybe it was a Stanford. A Stanford like group of professors were trying to defund STEM, defund academics. Was the hashtags they were trying to get? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, I, I was like, oh that, that, oh, that was because that was they wanted to defund the schools and stuff because the kids weren't physically in school. No, 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 no. It was a, it was like a a social po- uh, problem. It was, it was that oh. the, not enough minorities were represented in academia and the sciences, so they wanted to defund. They wanted to defund them. Aren't those choices? Uh, this no. Is gonna get, this is where I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah, don't don't talk about choices because. You know, it's not anybody. Nobody has a choice about what they do, BJ. Okay, it's it's dictated from the moment you're born. Didn't you ever read the Brave New World? I mean, you're you are you're supposed to be given your role in society when you're born, based on your color. By the way, (laughs) I just wish Dave Chappelle would come back and they would have a race draft again. So let me just get this all settled. 
for once and for all. Well, yeah, let me let me give you your role. So your role, you're, I don't know why you're teaching, because if they would have assessed you properly, they would have said this man is tall, uh, you know, average intelligence, got a very wide back. Let's strap something to it and have him move it around for a while. <laughs> he should carry things. He should just carry things and maybe break big rocks. Oh, man. That's all nice. See, that's that. And then, and then, and then everybody gets paid the same. So it doesn't matter if I'm a doctor or a big rock breaker. I'm going to be, I'm there. We're all making the same. Right. Exactly. As long as you fit into the statistical breakdown and there's enough of your particular category represented in whatever your field that they place you in is, everything will be fine. Society will, will be, will be, actually, it'll be a utopia. So, Sounds nice. It's really, Sounds un- it, it's it's kind of unfortunate that of your own accord you ended up, you know, uh, you know, shepherding the young minds of our of our of our uh, nation. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy, easy. No. Oh goodness. But yeah, I think like I don't know. I think it's good that we're going back to school. I think my kids, like elementary kids, need to be in school. Well, that goes with us. Everybody knows they, that. Like, my little, my girls are just, they're just struggling with everything. You know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to be six or it's hard to be seven and sit on a zoom call and then, you know, and pay attention. Like it's not real, it's not real engaging to just stare at a screen. And yeah. even though like these kids can stare at screens all day long, watching YouTube videos and stuff, they never watch like a, a 90 minute video. Yeah, And so to have to stare at your teacher for 90 minutes is kind of tough to do. Well, I brought it up to Melissa when I was dropping her off at the office the other day. I was like, I had this thought. I was like, wait a minute. I work in an office. I don't even like sitting in front of a screen for extended periods of time trying to get my job done that someone pays me for. Like, yeah. these kids, there's no way these kids are going to, you know, it's it's got to be a nightmare. But, you know, the thing that I hear people who are in, you know, are more supportive of lockdowns and more supportive of all the social distancing and all that stuff is that we're doing the big, the big, uh, sacrifice now so that it's, it's not a long-term, uh, burden, which I mean, I guess time will tell. I'm like, we'll see. We'll I'll see. You, I was laughing the other day cause I was thinking about back in March when it was the two week lockdown to, to bend the curve or yep. something. Yeah, now we're at, I, I think like, it's day 170. Like, that was six months ago. Yeah, I think it's day 175 now. Is that how many it's been? Something like that, yeah. I'm still on my uh, still on my roll of workouts on the old Apple Watch. That's good. Been hit hit my 1,000 active calories every day since March 13th. Well, that's good for you. That's real yeah. good. <laughs> you must look Ooh, like a... Hooray for me. <laughs> little... You know what? If you if you've been working out that consistently, you should probably start a uh, a fitness Instagram account and uh, oh, you're right. make your millions. And then you can go, hey, and then I'll join hey, you. I'll join you. And are then you a fat slob that hates yourself. If you send me nineteen ninety five, I promise to give you more information than you can than you can process, and you'll still stay a flat slob, but twenty dollars less. No, I don't even mean you need to sell something like that. I just mean you know, shake your butt, talk about how. Um, and then you need, booty gains? yeah, and then you need to you need to talk a lot about how um, how to be a good person, and you also need to do very inspirational posts about. Um, I, I need someone to tell me how to be a good person. I'm trying to figure it out still. 
but um and then we can join and then we can start our TikTok and we can we can we can make millions and then we can go rent a we can go rent a house in in like Hollywood or LA in like um, throw a party yeah and throw big parties. I've already been practicing my TikTok moves, so uh, I was I was working on throwing it back the other day. Mm-hmm. So I've been practicing in the mirror. I'm gonna learn the savage dance this weekend, and oh. then I'm gonna be up there. But I'm a savage. Oh, uh, this this coming from the guy who. I have you on one of our episodes talking about how you were like, I, I don't know, it's just it's just little girls doing dances. Why are you even interested in that? I was like, okay. You know, uh, I can tell you why I'm doing it now because I have little girls who want to learn the dances and so daddy's going to do it with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I every time anytime I download TikTok on my phone, it, I have to delete it because it's just browsing people's variations of these dances is, um, it's very addicting. The, Ch- the Chinese are spying on you, and yeah, it is creepy, because you realize I'm just sitting here pervert on a bunch of little girls dancing on screen. I don't know what you're talking about, little girls. Like, you must be, your feed must be wrong, because I, I usually follow... I don't know, they look like they're 20, 22. Well, well yeah, but you, so it feeds you whatever your, your um... Whatever you're well, it doesn't because lo- I was trying to look at truck stuff because I was laughing at all these guys who wrecked their trucks and I was watching those and then it was like and then every time that I go like three good truck videos of watching guys like do like tug of wars with their diesel trucks until they blow out somebody's drivetrain and no. then the next video is like some song and I'm like oh that's catchy and I'm sitting there watching the video. I think it's because I watched the video while I listened to the song. No, if it's the, that's the thing is you skip over those. You go to the ones where it's like the mom and dads embarrassing their kids doing TikTok. That's the Listen, ones. Those are the I'd ones. Rather that, just, I'd rather just not use it. Yeah. It's not that important. Well, and then I don't want I don't want the Chinaman following me anyways. No, what I'm doing. No, I know. I mean, I, that's another reason I haven't re-downloaded it. But another good one on there was um, are the cop TikToks. The cop TikToks are really funny. But um, well, you know now now Instagram has I'd have re- to listen to what I'd have to li- yeah Instagram has if it's a good TikTok it ends up on Instagram anyways. Well, they have reels now. That new section of Instagram you can do reels, which is basically so TikTok's doing what they did with um, Snapchat. You know before before they had Instagram their stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. Before they had Instagram Stories, Snapchat was like the thing, and then Instagram's like, hey, wait a minute, we could just port that into our app. And once that happened, Snapchat was like, what's Snapchat? You know, because now it's just Instagram stories. And the same thing's going to happen with TikTok. It's going to be reels. And that's going to take over the TikTok space. And um, now they've got a, a section of it, too, called Thread, which is, I don't know if you've ever messed with this app, but um, there's a Marco Polo app. Did you ever hear about that? I've heard about that. So Marco Polo was like you'd send messages back and forth between your friends, video messages. And it was basically like video texting. And now um, Instagram has threads in their apps, and uh, it's the same. It's exactly the same thing, except with threads, it automatically uh, transcribes what you're saying in text on the screen when you're talking. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. So it's like basically having your own subtitles. Yeah, I have subtitles for one of my classes because the kids don't speak English, and so I have like closed caption on my uh on my meeting so that they can read what i'm saying and just put it in google translate that's cool it can't like translate what i'm saying but at least give them closed captions on my nonsense yeah well you know there is a benefit to i think there's some benefit to social media you know there's cool cool little 
creative apps that are out and you can you can create a lot of content with so that's really neat i think that's i think that's actually you know pretty fun i mean i was looking at a lot of the accounts i follow and you can do your entire business marketing basically through instagram like the whole like i don't you don't even need like traditional marketing anymore it's cool your own hands if you're a business owner you go in and you do it all yourself through social media because that's where everybody's at anyways yeah that's why the rest of our generation that we're all you know working day jobs and these kids are becoming millionaires <laughs> oh they're so lucky <laughs> i hope they're planning for retirement nope <laughs> nope oh. all right man i gotta cut our our thing short today i gotta start my kids are on their break from school i gotta entertain them and then i gotta throw up uh my screen so I can teach my kids today at school. Yeah, we'll get after it. Um, yeah, I think this worked out fine. We did We did yeah, our... It's a little short, what, about 40 minutes? Yeah, but I think it worked out fine with the uh, the recorder and the speakerphone. So we'll see how uh, it, we'll see how it sounds when I, when I process it, but... Perfect. Good job. All right, man. Until next time. Later. Later. All right, so BJ's left the conversation. Um... We had to kind of jimmy rig it today because um, we didn't have access to Wi-Fi on BJ's end. But I got this little mini uh, recorder and put him on speakerphone on my phone. So, you know, that's why he sounded like a robot. But um, I'll process the audio and we'll see how it sounds. Anyways, a good chat today. We talked about social media. Um, I think, uh, you know... With everything going on, it's kind of been heavy with all the protest stuff and the riots and politics, you know, are kind of flooding all of social media and basically every part of everybody's lives. But um, I think the best thing to do right now is uh, don't quote statistics to each other (laughs) about how things could be or are and, um, you know, just look at what's in front of you work on uh on the day-to-day and i think we're all just doing the best we can um we're gonna bring rough stock back in person uh as as much as we can like bj was saying he's back in school so it'll be harder to kind of coordinate the time but we'll make it happen and then on top of that i am working on some t-shirts uh t-shirt designs and uh some hats that we'll be releasing so hopefully uh, we get some feedback on that stuff and people like it. And so, yeah, uh, you can follow us on Roughstock Podcast at Roughstock Podcast on Instagram. BJ is at this is my dad bod, and my personal is at David Dole Art. And yeah, I hope you guys like the content. Still, I mean, you know, we always try to keep it funny and. Uh, distracting and if you guys have a job and you're listening to us hopefully you'll laugh out loud every once in a while so until next time this is david and we'll see you